Welcome to the. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting a, on the cue. Welcome to a roaming start. There. Yeah, I was, I was. I was waiting on my cue from the producer. <laughs> I was grabbing drinks. Uh, welcome to the uh, delayed reaction edition. <laughs> one morning, I'm going home, I'm going to bed. Justin Varga here with Josh Jones on Thursday, December the fourteenth, and the drinks are. Uh, uh, Marinoff ice screwdriver because the never holes, heard, never heard of it. The holes, me neither. But the whole situation that's going on with battle is just screwy. It is, and and people are getting screwed left and right. And I'm not sure who it is. It's not me. There's, there's a lot of screwing going on. It's that's not, for damn sure. It's not me. He's alright. Not bad. I have no idea what the ABV on it because of the print's too small. I can't read. Well, you know I can't read it. <laughs> we came to terms with with that several episodes ago. <laughs> Can't it's about that. time for me to be hitting the old reading glasses. Uh, oh, I got January 19th, I got the eye appointment. <laughs> I don't even want to go. I know there's an E at the top. <laughs> That's all I got. I hope they don't change that. <laughs> oh, shit. So we're drinking Smirnoff screwdrivers. So um, we didn't mention last week, Garrett is switching units. Yes. He's joining the 2nd Battalion, 19th Special Forces Unit. And he reports for physical January 6th to go to Airborne School. Oh boy. He re-enlisted for three more years. Three more years. Congratulations. Yeah, he's Cheers. Pretty, cheers. He's pretty excited. Amen. He said those guys are, in no uncertain terms, he said that these guys are no fucking nonsense. Is what he said. <laughs> well, neither is Gary. Mm-mm. So, that's, I mean, he did rock a mustache for a while. He did. <laughs> I don't know if he still is or not. We'll find out here in a week when he comes in. And I don't know if I mentioned Jaina's going to New York in, in January or February. No, not at all. She's got an opportunity with her fashion design major oh, yeah. to go to New York for four or five days. Awesome. Awesome. So she's pretty pretty excited about that. Yeah, so. that's fun. New York, I, you know, I, I spent a lot of time in New York and I, I actually love New York. I, love, I think New York's fun. It's, she'll, she'll, she should do all the touristy things because she should do all the touristy things once. But uh, if she has, if has some free time, I'll tell her some places to go okay. that aren't necessarily on the beaten trail. So you got Garrett joining the Airborne, Jaina's going to New York. I'm going to Beckley Saturday to finish shopping. <laughs> I'm done, man. Pretty excited about that. Done. Been done. Actually, to be honest with you, I'm further ahead now than I think I've ever been. Mm-hmm. There's actually presents under too. the tree. Hey, this year, too, when I saw something I liked, I just kind of ordered it online. I just kind of gathered stuff, and I'm, I'm good to go. I do have to go get one thing, but I knew this. I, gotta, I had to wait, so I got to get it. The biggest issue that I have now is when a package comes in from Amazon or what's China's Sheen. Oh, that's a new thing. Okay. Yeah. We get well, whatever pack like today, there was a package from Sheen, but yeah. it has her name on it. Right. But she ordered presents for me and Leslie that were going to be delivered. So I texted her and I was like, "Now this is from Sheen. It's got your name on it. Is this something that I paid for for you?" She's like, "Yeah, you paid for that." <laughs> I was like, "Okay, okay, I'll go ahead and wrap that at some point." In time. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, you you got to get the okay. I got to get clarification. You don't even on what, know what you got. Uh, hell no. <laughs> I opened a box the other day and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I realized what it was. It was two presents for Garrett. And I was like, oh, I guess I ordered that. Tell about Christmas totally flipped on its head. Oh. You, you remember what, as a kid not knowing what you're getting to uh, as an adult not knowing what you're buying. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got to the point where I was like, maybe I should start labeling the Amazon boxes before I wrap them. <laughs> So that I can remember whose presents what. Yeah. Oh, I used to love it when Grandma got older and we'd oh, yeah. open presents. Well, it wasn't even when we'd open presents. Whenever all the presents were underneath the tree, it'd be four or five, six days before Christmas. And Mom be in the kitchen cooking. And I'd get in there and I'd start flipping the package over. Be like, oh, here's a pair of shorts for Justin. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Josh's jeans. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so then you kind of push all the clothes into one yeah. corner. You're like, all right, we'll open those last. We'll you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much how it went. I was like, holy shit, that's, I've been reduced to that. You're right, exactly. Yeah. That, that is who you are now. I've been reduced to that. So I, your, my next question was, how's your Christmas shop going? But I guess you got that done. figured out. Done. Sweet. It's all done. Most of it ordered. I ain't gonna lie. I ordered a lot of mine too. I did. I'm, I still have a few things I gotta pick up in the store. Yeah. Some last minute gift ideas. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. So I had I had to have Optimum come out of here last week because and I can't figure it out because I had issues with because my house is not a it's not a big house it's just long. And the main modem for the internet is in the TV room, which is behind the chimney, mm -hmm. which blocks the signal. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, mine and Jana's room are on the other end of the house. Right. It's not as big an issue for me not to be able to have the internet as it is for her. Because really, the only time I'm in that room is when I go to bed. Right. I'm just never in there. Yeah. Yeah. And she's she in there sleep. constantly on her phone. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, it was spotty for a while. Yeah. So, eventually, I got underneath the house and I physically ran an ethernet cord. Right. From the back of that box, all the way, the all the way into her box. In addition to that, mm -hmm. I bought a booster mm -hmm. that I put in the TV room that had a receptacle in the dining room that pinged to a receptacle in her room, uh, which my TV in turn pinged up because I don't have a TiVo box in my room. Right. I just right. have you regular cable. Right. right. So, but in the last two weeks, her internet kept cutting out. Uh, and, and my Mountaineer booster, which was the name of it, it was Mountaineer, it was not working. So I knew, I knew why my TV wasn't working. I could not figure out why hers wasn't working because it was hard wired in. Exactly, we don't. It's a exact. So I called them up. They came out, and the guy was super nice. And he was like, well, "I'll switch your box out." He's like, "You got old equipment. You got Suddenlink equipment. We need to give you right. optimum equipment." So I said, "I want an extender." So they put an extender in her room, uh -huh. and gave me another, I guess, modem. But the new modems only have two plugs on the back instead of four. Oh. So that makes it a little bit tougher when yeah. you're wanting to split lines. Yeah. So I was like, all right, great, no big deal. He hooks it up. We're good. So he leaves. So the next day I go in Jana's room. fine. That night I could not get oh. the internet in my room. I could not get the internet in my room. So pissed. I was like, I just had you guys out here. I mean, yeah. Oh. Needless to say, the animals were on the other side of the house. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, why is this not working? I don't understand because she's got it in her room. Right, yeah, and I put you... the password into my shit. So they came back out Monday. Well, evidently, if you don't update your apps, uh -huh. it can affect the Wi-Fi signal. No kidding. Because I updated Disney, HBO, Hulu, all those. Right. And as soon as I did that, I haven't and, had a problem. Well, in no world. kidding. Yep. I, didn't, I never would have made uh, years. This is years old. When yeah. I, today's, today's day old. Yeah. When I learned that, I did not know that. I didn't either. Yeah. Like, that's like, I mean, because every time it would come, I'd be like, you want to update or launch? I'm like, launch. I don't want to sit here for an hour. Right. But then when you hit update, he was like, well, you know, it's only going to take about 45 seconds. I was like, well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Something I could have done yesterday. <laughs> you serious, Clark? <laughs> so anyway, I'm a dumbass. As if well, anybody yeah, didn't know I mean, that. Yeah, another the sky's news. blue. Another news, the sun's hot. <laughs> You're short, I'm bald. Mm. I mean, that's... <laughs> yeah. It really, it really isn't much of that. Hallelujah, holy shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Do you have anything else other than sports? You nah, want to nah, I had a pretty, pretty quiet weekend. Played a little golf Saturday morning. Got, got a little rain on. Freddie organized a, uh, a little golfing outing Saturday morning. So it was in the 60s. But it rained first thing Saturday morning. It was no Freddie. 
<laughs> he didn't show? No, he it was a no-call, no-show? He was a no-show. Did he get he, fired from the group? He, he's no longer with the commission. He didn't even call anybody? No, well, yeah, he told somebody. He oh, he but it wasn't you. It wasn't me. Oh. <laughs> now see where you rank. Exactly. It was cold or wet. That's where you're old too, man. It was, it was brutal. Was it? Who all played? Uh, there was eight of us. Was it? So, yeah, it was a good little group. Epp wasn't out there. So it was <laughs> that's because he wears shorts. <laughs> and that's all he wears. That's right. Uh, look, the big news from this weekend, and it'll directly affect you for that for that matter. Okay. Uh, Tony Pearson is retiring from the Postal Service. Effective when? The 29th will be his last Already? day. Yep. What? Yeah, he decided he's had enough. No shit. Yeah. So between that is it because I almost hit him on Burkholder the other day? Well, probably so. Okay. Well, he just said, I just can't deliver that burger anymore. Like, <laughs> dude, all the stuff in <clears throat> order, all the packages I got to bring to that house. But he, can't do it. but all he does is shove them in the mailbox. <laughs> you know what I mean? ain't walking up that like, hill Like he'll, he'll back into the to Mrs. Uh, Crabtree from uh, Bewitched across the street. He'll back into her fucking driveway. <laughs> And, like, hand deliver the shit. With me, he, like, throws it at the bottom of the yard. He's like, come get it, bitch. <laughs> yeah, nah. well, you're going to have somebody else nah, next. No, he might be, well, might be yeah, a girl. that's right. A couple of good Well, girls. it was funny because we had a, uh, I got into it with the girls at work because they're telling me that what I have on right now is a sweater. And I said. No, it's a three-quarter zip. It's a pullover. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what I said. Yeah. Well, I think at this point in time, they picked the hill to die on. So they're all in there saying, this is a sweater, this is a sweater. a sweater. So I had a WVU pullover zip-up on. I uh, said, first of all, sweaters don't have zippers, as right. far as I know. Exactly. And they're usually knit and really mm-hmm. round collars. This is not what I have on. So anyway, the good-looking male lady comes in. Uh-huh. And I'm sitting there arguing with all these girls. <laughs> and... uh so we're in the middle of an argument, and then she delivers mail, and she comes walking around. I was like, hey, how you doing? She's like, pretty good. Nice sweater. <laughs> I was, well, like, that one I was like, oh, no, she's a part of it. <laughs> yeah. She's in on it. She's in on it. I'm glad you're involved. Oh, shit. So in any event, uh, the soccer team got beat in the Final Four to Clemson. Oh, man, it's a shame, too. It I, was. I didn't watch it because, I was honestly, I was just too nervous to watch it. So I didn't watch it, but... Uh, from what I've heard and read, we outplayed them. In the second half, we did. They they controlled the first half. Yeah. And it was nothing, nothing at halftime. But Clemson had a hell of a goal at the beginning of the second. I'm thinking they scored at the beginning of the second half. I thought they scored in the first half. Maybe they maybe, did. Maybe, well, I could be wrong about that. I can't remember. But I, I know the one time I did flip it over, we had like a point blank shot. We did. And kicked it right it. over yeah. the goal. We had a couple good opportunities. Yeah. They, I don't even know who ended up winning the whole thing. Uh, Clemson ended up winning did they the whole win up, thing. They beat, did they, they beat Notre Dame. Yeah, okay. they sure did. So, But still, hell of a season. It was a hell of a season. Ranked third. And it finished the season ranked third. The yeah. highest they've ever been. So, yeah. Like, you, you can't – and even – Clemson's coach hinted that they were they were lucky to get away with that win. Like everybody at WVU thought that they won. That well, game. we didn't have one of our best players. Yeah, but the McCormick kid. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he that, didn't play. But you know, it is what it is. It that, is. They be the coolest thing about that. You see the the video of Brent Baker. He he was there and he hugged every one of the players and coaches when they come off the field. Did he really? Yeah. He's very involved. Yes, he is. I will yeah. say that. Yes, he is. He very is. involved. Yeah. Speaking of involved, and you alluded to this last week, and I listened to Sportsline Sunday night, and I didn't fully grasp it, but we got to give a shout-out to the women's basketball team. They're 9-0. Josh, 
They've allowed 86 assists this year and have forced 223 turnovers. They beat the holy that's, hell out of Delaware State. That's 20. They forced 25 turnovers a game. No, they, they are. They have taken Press Virginia to a whole new holy level. Holy shit! Oh, now granted, the competition has been a great even other than Penn State. Other than Penn State, but the way they play is just—they're actually fun to watch. Yeah. I mean, it's for for, for a women's basketball game. Yeah. I find it fun to watch. Yeah. I have I have not watched yeah. it yet, but they had the they had uh, was it Mark Kellogg? Mm-hmm. His name. He was on the sports line Tuesday night. No, Wednesday night when all the battle stuff broke because I was listening to it. And Tony was giving him hell because he was like, you know, we had you on two or three months ago, and you were like, oh, well, we don't know what we got. We might not be very good. He's like, he's like, dude, you were, you were playing possum. You were totally playing. He's like, well, I may still stick with that. He's like, <laughs> we still got to work on rebounding and this and that. But they are. That's one thing that's going to hurt them. They're not very tall. So they, when they play bigger teams, they're going to have some trouble. Well, then I can definitely relate to this team. <laughs> but they are, they are they are they were up thirty-seven to seven at the first quarter, at the end of the first quarter against Delaware State, Man. and then they took off the press. They didn't press rest the game. Did they not? They ended up winning like a hundred and forty some to forty. Yeah, it was like sixty-three points. They went by. That's doing things. I'm telling. They had that one that one girl JJ. Weather, not Weatherford. Quibbly, Quirley? Not Weatherford. No, I can't remember her name. I know who you're talking about. But she ended up having 25 points and almost had a quadruple double. I mean, yeah, she's she averages like five steals a game. Damn. Yeah, she's she's pretty something. It's like you at the Catholic school in 1987. That's right, dunking on people. Yeah. (laughs) Dunking on Mike Aguilar and Jimmy (laughs) Tiffin. Mike Charnaby. Yes. <laughs> I don't think you were dunking on Mike Charnaby. I was dunking on Mike Charnaby. Did you? I dunked on everybody, Justin. You dunked on Mike Charnaby. I dunked on everybody. Uh, <laughs> I hope he at least fouled you. No, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, don't brag about my exploits a lot, but I dunked on everybody on that rim. That's, yeah, that's I remember I that you that dunked on that rim. I dunked on everybody. You were like Bob Sura. <laughs> not very whole lot of people gonna know who that is, but Florida State. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Number three. Uh, so Lockhart got in the portal. That kind of surprised me. Kind of surprised me. The rumor that I hear and Burks, no, no, it's not even that. The rumor that I hear is that he he didn't think we our NIL was offering the money that he thought he was worth. Okay. So that's that's the rumor. Now it might not be true, but that's the rumor that I hear. And then Justin Johnson's in the portal. Justin Johnson was totally understandable. Yeah. Totally. And has Jalen Anderson? Has Jalen Anderson, Anderson not yet? Not in the portal yet. Damn. Not yet. But the Burks thing, he's kind of. I haven't heard for sure if that's happening. Nah, yeah. I, you know, Swain put something on it, and I, and I followed a little bit too, and there is apparently a lot of – there was a lot of smoke around the, the safeties coach at Auburn. No, Auburn. What, what school was it? Ole Miss was apparently in contact with Burks and was kind of like recruiting him. That's <laughs> one guy said. Now, like number you fans, we shoot first and ask questions later. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not. Well, I'm not exactly sure. It's. It's. it's, it's uh, I think it's. It's ready, aim, fire. <laughs> exactly. But no, it, ready, fire, that aim. That guy had his his, his Twitter his X handle mentioned a lot by number you fans over the uh, last. I'm sure few it has days. been. <laughs> I'm sure it has been. All right, so let's jump into the uh, the news of the week soap opera that is the NCAA. So. As of yesterday at 6 o'clock, the judge in Wheeling, Bailey? Yeah, right? it's a federal judge. It wasn't a West Virginia state court. It was a federal court, but it was a judge. But, but it was in Wheeling. Wheeling. Correct, yeah. Issued a temporary restraining order, which allowed 
transfers who are waiting on waivers to become immediately eligible. And I think Tony said last night, basketball-wise, there's 107 – I think he said 178. Or maybe there was 178 total. Anyway, the hearing battle was at – apparently there was a baseball player from Ohio maybe. Yeah, there was was somebody from Cincinnati. There were were seven players that testified. Correct, yeah. Uh, Of course, battle was one of them. He testified for 40 minutes. And his attorney was on Sportsline last night. So – from everything that I listened to, read, the judge's order As said nine o'clock this morning. This is what said that you have till the twenty seventh. There's going to be no repercussions against the schools or the players if they play pending the further review. Right. right. And then the, the NCAA, and then the NCAA, I think, issued a statement yesterday saying that they didn't completely agree with it. And then today, completely turned it on its oh, com- I mean, on just, its head, just completely, and said that if, if any of these guys played, which a lot of them played last night, some of them played. The guy from UNLV was Oklahoma State. He's the reason they won. Boom, Caleb Boone. Boone. Yeah, Boone, yeah, he, he played last. Yes, night. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, he played last night. <laughs> yeah. So they completely flip flopped. Completely flip flopped. And the thing, the other thing, it's the NCAA, which nothing about them makes any sense. So. From what I saw today, it said that in this 14-day moratorium or whatever, this yeah. this middle period yeah. right now, if, it, if it's determined that the players aren't eligible, there are no ramifications against the schools, right. but the players will lose a year of They'll eligibility. They'll punish the kids. Exactly. Which makes no makes sense. No sense. That, means, that means you can play, for us to take the battle, for example, or Farrakhan. They can play three, three games. games. And, they, if and the, their career is over. Well, the Farrakhan's well, got one more year. The, the battle's career will be over because yeah. he has one more year eligibility left. So he would be out. He wouldn't be able to play next year. Um, so this is what makes no sense to me because the, a point of a temporary restraining order is that, and he said the, the, the kids could play pending the, 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 then how can they possibly come back and say, that they, this has to piss off the judge. I don't know how this doesn't well, that, go against everything he said. That's what uh, Vernon from Rivals said today. He said, first of all, he said, because his name's Vernon Bailey. He said, number one, all this is going to do is piss that judge off because it's completely the opposite of what he completely ruled on. Completely the opposite of what they ruled on. I mean, it's a, he said, you know, that there was no retribution clause is what it's called, the retribution clause. And, and, and I guess in that retribution clause, it simply mentions the, um, the part about the uh, – uh, schools, but there's nothing in there about uh, eligibility when it comes to the players. So that's the reason why the, the, now the NCAA is saying, you know, that that the eligibility is still in question, which is a bunch of bullshit. Because the point of that was that if we're going to be playing, they should be punishing the kids. Right. That's, what's the NCAA is supposed to be about is the kids, the student athletes. How in the hell? How can you? How can you? And again, I'm not. I don't hope we have to vacate anything. But how in the hell can you look at me with a straight face and tell me that if Battle plays three games and he's ruled that he wasn't allowed to play, that he is no longer eligible to play, but we don't have to vacate those wins when he wasn't eligible to play? I'd rather be the opposite. Right. Let the kid keep his eligibility and vacate the wins. I mean, punish the school. Don't punish the kid. Yep. That makes no sense to me whatsoever. That NCA is totally screwed up. Here's the screwdrivers. I mean, they... they <laughs> it's not, it's not like it's a spin-off ice screwdriver. But it's, it's still a screwdriver on yeah, the outside. Exactly. But, uh, but it makes no sense to me at all. Why are they doing that? And the, the questioning... And I, when I read stuff about the, the question, they questioned you know, all the individual players. 
the whole lawsuit, it wasn't the individual uh, lawsuit that Battle brought. This was brought by four, six attorney generals from, from different states. states. Yep. And it's about antitrust. And the questions were just geared at grilling the kids about why they're taking all this money. And well, they, they said Battle was on the stand for 40 minutes. They and, said, and, and yeah. Tyler said tonight, he said it took a toll on him. And, yeah. and even his attorney last night, he was like, because Tony was like, you know, how's he doing? He's like, well, to be honest with you, he said this has been a grueling process yeah. for him. He's like, he's a 22-year-old kid who's been through a lot. Yeah, exactly. He said, and now he said he finally got somebody to listen to his story. And he said the thing of it was, because they were, because Hunter and those guys were kind of trying to hem haul around. And obviously there's some attorney caught privilege things. And I'm, I think the courtroom was closed. But he was like, you know, you know what, what was it that he said that you think swayed it? And he said he just told the truth. He said his story never changed, yeah. so he had nothing to worry about remembering something that right. he should exactly, have. exactly, exactly. He was just telling what what has happened to him. The reason why he decided to come to West Virginia, which is it, all of it is. And, and if the if the NCA, I bet would go back, they would probably say we probably should have let them. We probably should have just granted his waiver because he does have documented. We didn't fight Farrakhan's. I mean, we we they were like, yeah, he I mean he. Well, he I think I think he years. was kind of like, well, you know what? I'll just wait. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. it was like, mm-hmm. we know why? Because his his story is is he just wanted to transfer again. I mean, simple as that. Right. So I mean, that's that that I can understand. What well, I think the problem the NCAA has is that they instituted this rule this year where you can't get, you can't transfer twice. Uh, you know, if you're under if you transfer once, you can't transfer again because the coaches and the and the schools wanted it to try to get some control on the portal. But that doesn't make sense that when you then you let graduate students, so if you graduate, if you get a degree, you get to transfer as many times as you want to. So it's just totally arbitrary who gets to transfer and who doesn't and for what reasons. Why wait? Why you were saying it? That's there's no, no equity. There, there's, exactly. Not there's no. There's nothing that you can <clears throat> say. Well, why did you make that decision? Well, the schools wanted it. Well, that's not a good reason why. Because you can transfer schools if you're in college. And you can accept it in the schools. You can transfer as many times as you want to. So why can't the students? That's a good point. The coaches can go from team to team to team to team with to team no penalty. with no penalties. So why are you punishing the kids? That doesn't make any sense. Which, to like me you said, it's what's supposed to be about the kids, and and they've lost sight of that. Uh, and it's a travesty. And quite honestly, I don't know how they could come out last night and and basically just say we don't agree with this ruling, and then overnight be like. Well, wait a minute. No, that's not really what it means. Like it's almost like they're trying to overturn the judge's ruling. Yeah, they're, exactly. <laughs> they're, they're playing. They're playing judge and jury. Yeah. On themselves. Well, yeah. What's it's going to end up screwing themselves? It is. But the problem is, if you're a kid and if you're a Farrakhan and uh, and and battle, probably more Farrakhan battle. Do you risk? Right. Playing it because once you play one second, you're done. You're done. And that's an, that raises another question. And basketball makes why, no sense. Why can you play? Why does football season only last generally twelve or thirteen games, and you could play a third of the season and not, and not get not penalized lose right. or lose your red shirt, and you get in the game for one second basketball if, and you're screwed? If the ends, if the ends, if the basketball had this rule where you could play one, it's about one third, one quarter of the season. Four games is about one quarter of the season and not lose your eligibility, then it wouldn't even be a problem. Which in basketball, it's at least seven or eight games. Exactly. Just let them, just let them play. But that doesn't, that, you talk about equity, that so doesn't make any sense. That's a rule that should make, yeah, exactly. It, it makes no sense. That's exactly. I don't get, I thought about that tonight. I was like, that's why is it? Because I can't remember who it was that tweeted it out. One of those um, female sports writers tweeted it out. She was like, you know, if you only play one, I'm like, well, that's bullshit. Yeah. And you play one second, you lose your, so that one year we played a conquest. For like you know, th- three minutes of one game, he lost his all his eligibility. 
They they tried to get a medical red shirt for him. They were happen. like, yeah, that's yeah. not happening. <laughs> I just I don't I, I I can't wrap my head around that. I just I mean I can't wrap my head around a lot of things they do, but no, then see, but. And, and and I'll pose a question to you. I mean, do you play them? Do they, do they play? I don't think they're going to play. I, I I would bet, if I had to bet. I think Battle will play in Farrakhan. I think Battle man. plays in Farrakhan sets. I think, you know, he's, he's been out. The only thing that worries me about Battle is, is that he seems to be so, I don't want to say emotionally fragile, but he's been through a lot of shit. Yeah. And yeah. If, if he plays three games, and, they tell and the NCA comes back and says you're done. Yeah, that that concerns me. Yeah, it does. Um, I just I don't know how with any degree of confidence we can. I mean, unless our attorneys and we, I know we're back channeling. Yeah. I mean, I was listening tonight telling those yeah. guys were talking about we're working the phone lines, trying to talk to outside counsel right. in addition to our counsel about what needs to happen. But again. I just don't understand how they can come out today knowing that there were, and I know all 178 guys didn't play last night, but a good amount no, of them portion, did. Exactly. And you're going to clarify the statement the day after the ruling? So how are you going to look at those kids and say, <clears throat> we didn't rule that or we didn't come out and say that you could be ineligible yeah. or you could lose a year of eligibility if you play, yeah. and then you come around today and say that, and then all those kids played last night? Yeah. I mean, not, how's that fair to the it's kids? It's not. It's not. And somebody is going to sue the crap out of the NCAA. Because you got to think about it. A lot of those kids are probably going to look at lost wages. They're going to be able to sue for lost wages because not being able to play this year. And they're going to have a ground to stand on for that. And that's as simple as that. They're going to be able to sue for that. Now, it's going to open up a whole other barn door because all those kids we got... Like that uh, Mabu, I still never got his name right on the defensive line. Number three. Yeah. He, he, no, the, number four and number uh, 54 and number three. Exactly. They transferred in. They got, they, so we know we're, they were locked in for three years, so they couldn't transfer again. But now this ruling goes in our favorite basketball, probably going to hurt us in football. It's going to be a free-for-all anyway. It is. I mean, it, it is. is. It's going to be a total – just plan on being a total changeover. You have to – year year. recruiting is going – I mean, recruiting was year-round anyway, but it's it's – it's minute by minute now. Exactly. you got to recruit your team. Until they come up with ways to have contracts where the kid is contracted to play for your team for so many years, then yeah. They're going to have to do something. They're going to have to do something. It's going to, that's the way it's going to have to be. They're going to have to sign, start having to sign contracts for The team's going to have to be in control of the money, and then, then, then they can sign contracts for the players, and the players can play for this many years as long as they're eligible. Chris will be back Saturday though. We know that. That's exciting. That's exciting. And we did beat we did beat Drexel. We won a game. We, we won a game. game. And Drexel's a good team. It wasn't beautiful. No, nothing we do is beautiful. There, it's not. Well, we started off good. Yeah, it looked good. good to start off with. We did. I think we scored like seventeen points in the first ten minutes of the game yeah, or something we, like that. Then, then we tapered off. Then we went backwards. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. Which is why I was so excited. You know, I and mean, even the selfish part of me was like, "Holy shit." I can't wait. I know we got UMass, Toledo, and Rafford. I know that's our next three games. I know we're not playing Houston, Kansas, and 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 Duke. Texas, yeah. But I was so excited to actually finally see the roster at full strength. Exactly. It was good. Because it cooked back. And, and he looked good. He did. Yeah, and he I did. Think, he, yeah. Ivy posted it out. They were, he was plus 15 when he was on the yeah. floor. Yeah. And, 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 and they were talking to the Allard about it. I was like, it, it, he makes a difference in a lot of other ways you don't necessarily see with just the stats. Mm-hmm. Like, he, wait, there was a drive that he was able – he didn't get a block shot or anything, but he affected the guy going down the lane. And, and those little things make a difference. when you gave him something to think about. We're, we're, we're defensively we're, 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 
Tulane in there. And it might be putting it lightly. Exactly. You know what the best thing about that game? Sumnick, I know he hit a three, but the best thing about his play was he was only for three minutes. Yes. <laughs> he only played three yeah, minutes. You, you were increasingly frustrated with him during the game. <laughs> I do remember that. I do remember that. It makes me physically ill. Yeah. Physically ill. He, he made a three, and I, I, I held back the puke. Yeah. So. <laughs> So we'll see. So we got UMass uh, Saturday. Frank Martin. Yeah. So we'll see. I, I, I'm assuming that's why they scheduled that game. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's a Huggins, neutral side game. Huggins Springfield. Springfield. Yeah. But they're five and two, but they haven't played anybody. No. So no. I mean, with with Creasy back and whether or not Battle and Faircon play, we we should win that one. We yeah. really, quite honestly, should win the next three. Bob Hertzel had a good. Uh, they had a good tweet. Now. Oh, see, hold on, wait. Go, hold on. Yes. Let me write that down. Yeah, Bob Herzl. Had a good something? Good tweet. Okay. Or X or whatever Does he, does he know how these. to do that? Apparently so. Because mm-hmm. he's, he's on it a lot. I didn't know Bob Herzl had a good anything <laughs> other than a seat at the Boston it, it, Beanery it, it, it bar. Might not, it might not be him. Yeah. I mean, it might be somebody doing it for him. There's a, <laughs> speaking of that, there's a guy on Rivals whose handle is Bob Herzl's sweatpants. <laughs> Yeah. Well, cause, you know, he's always at the beanery at the bar, you know what I mean? And he doesn't exactly get all dolled up when he goes out. Uh, but anyway, he said, he said he can't think of a more uh, basketball games as the Final Four that he'd be more excited to watch than Saturday because he has no idea what's going to happen. He don't know who's going to play, who's going to come to the scoring table, who's going to, you know, get, what's the team going to look like. No idea this score into the season. Yeah, exactly. I think it was a little bit hyperbole. Yeah, it was a little bit. But it is. It, it is. Though. It is. Have no, but, like, ha, but, I mean, that's the thing. I haven't made my plans around a WVU game well, in a long because, time. Well, I'm going to watch it. So here's, here's, here's the problem. 6.30. You better start early. Oh, I thought it was 7. No, I think it's 6.30. Okay. Because um, it's on ESPNU, I believe. Yeah, it's one of our few games that are television. I can't read this. Scoot I don't know why up. I even got it out. Scoot it over. Hold here, on. Here, get, get, get you. <laughs> Let me what, put the flashlight on. What the hell does this thing say? Hell, I can't work my phone to get the flashlight. <laughs> Hold on, let me call Jaina. Have her help me. Oh, yeah, 6.30. Okay, yeah, there right. you go. All right. See, so that's you, why this thing so you'd have missed it all. I'd have missed the first half hour. I'd have turned on the pregame and it just started. <laughs> I can't remember what we were what we were, <laughs> about. we were talking about Bob Herzl. Oh, talking man. about the game being exciting. You're not knowing what's going on with the... It uh, is going to be exciting. Yeah, not going on with the lineup. I have no idea who's going to start, who's going to play. But oh, oh, I know what I was going to say. God damn, that's two episodes in a row. <laughs> <laughs> shit, we may have to start cutting this down to a half hour. When we have? Oh shit! Now we are, are already at a half hour. Are we? Yes. <laughs> no, I was excited, and then I heard this news today, and it's like it's like you find out Santa's coming to your house, and they're like, you know what? Nope, he's busy. He ain't that, fucking that's showing up. That's exactly right. That's what that's what made it so crappy today. Is that it was like like man? It looks like they're gonna be able to play. I mean, they didn't even give me twenty four full hours to be excited. No, they're like, here's ten. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm like, come on. I got ten. Oh shit! (laughs) I was. I mean, I was texting everybody last night. I was like, hey, guess what? You know, things are looking good. Yeah. I got to work early this morning. I was like, all right. And then I got that message for I think it was you. And then I looked out on rivals, and I was like, son of a bitch. It's bullshit. I mean, it was like, uh, but the, it's just honestly, it's just bullshit. It's uh, ridiculous, and 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 I, I don't see any way that the NCAA wins this case, but cause just because we talk about the arbitrary nature of it, but you can't. It, it's hard to take that risk. Yeah. No, and it if, is. You, if they rule against you, then you're set out of the year. So we'll we'll see. 
I got I got a feeling that they'll ultimately they'll put spell it out for the two players and leave it up to them. Yep, I think you're right. I did want to mention this real quick. We, I think we were back and forth with it last. Drake May is definitely not playing in the bowl game. Yep, he's out. Top receivers out. They got like four, they out. have fourteen guys into the portal. Yeah. <laughs> and we moved up to a five and a half point favorite last time I saw. The redshirt freshman that is going to play quarterback for him is six foot one eighty five, but apparently he's he took twenty one snaps this year. Yeah, they give him like six passes. Yeah, which like means that. we'll make him look like Joe Hamilton. Yep, he'll, he'll, he will Tech. be. Yeah, exactly. He will look fantastic. Oh boy. Really you said we didn't mention that. playoffs. Did you want to talk about the playoffs? Real yeah, quick? we didn't mention the playoffs last week. I mean, do you have, are you surprised? Were you shocked? I wasn't shocked. I, I knew there was no way in hell. And let me back up. I understand Florida State is a different team without Jordan Travis. I get that. They can't help who they played. They won all the games in front of them. I would have loved it, even though I don't like the ACC either. I would have thought it was hilarious if they would have put Florida State in over Alabama. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's the thing. Here was my thing. I don't. Feel, I didn't feel sorry for Florida State. Fuck them. I yeah. hate them. I don't feel sorry for Alabama. I don't like them either. Exactly. I didn't feel sorry for Texas. Yep. So I didn't, yeah, if one of those point. been yeah. left out, I was perfectly fine. I mean, there was no there was no <laughs> way they could, in good conscience, put Bama in over Texas. No, exactly. So, so they had. So they exactly. had. It had to come down to Florida State it or Bama. So it's kind of like you said. It was like the. Exactly. You know what? Florida State deserves it because their conference is one of the reasons why there's not an expanded playoff this year. Good point. Because they doing that. Uh, they when, when the SEC and the Big Twelve, Big Ten expanded again, they blocked with, everything. Didn't they? they blocked everything for a year because they formed that alliance. With uh, I mean, it was like, Pac-12. Well, yeah, they formed that alliance and fuck them. Yep. So that's so good. Set out. Yep. <laughs> and on that note, I'll take another screwdriver. That sounds good. We will take a break. Yeah, take a break. Welcome back to one more. And I'm going home and going to bed. We actually took a decent break that time. So we had a lot of discuss. We did. <laughs> yeah. All 45 seconds. All 45 of, seconds of yeah. discussion of, of who we thought might have the better question. I think it took. I think it took me longer to twist the top off of the <laughs> screwdriver than it did for us to come back from the break. But in any Man, event, we decided during the break we were going to switch the the way we do four questions for two assholes. We're running motion. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a little uh, a little mix up here. Uh, throw a little curveball, a little audible. And then uh, we're going to do non-sports first and go to the, go sports. So, non-sports. Yesterday I took off work. Jason went, oh, oh I forgot to mention Jason. Jason, uh, first of all, I didn't meant to look it up, uh, calls us millennials. We're not millennials. I don't think we're I don't think we're. I've had close. this conversation with him a hundred times. <laughs> and I don't know why I he keeps think, saying that. No we're idea. not millennials. First I, of all, I am firmly in generation. You are way further away from a millennial <laughs> than I am. And I am at least two, three full calendar years away. Garrett is closer to a fucking millennial than I am. It's been documented over and fucking over again. No, we're not fucking millennials. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Either. I'm not, I, I need to go look up next week. Remind me, and I'll bring the the breakdown from each of the generations. We're in Gen X because I think we're both. I think you're on the upper end of Gen X, closer to Gen Y. But I think I'm firmly in the middle of Gen X. I'm pretty sure I'm firmly. We're in the not middle. millennials. They're not millennials. But anyway, I took uh, yesterday Wednesday off. Taste Thursday. Yeah, I took yesterday off uh, because we had to get you know, for those of know, Tash total a car. So we had we we been she been driving my dad's truck. So my uh. But my dad's truck slices expired, and it, we, my family's giving it to me. Lloyd's giving it to me, giving it back to me because it used to be my truck. And then so, but we haven't had the title changed over yet, so I couldn't get new tags on it and all that good stuff. So 
We tried twice, couldn't do it. Uh, someone would come up from work and I couldn't meet her. So I was like, all right, I'll just take a day. So I took a day. And <laughs> just like, I'm going to write you up because I'm already taking two more days when we go <laughs> to the bowl game. So, right. so anyway, I, I, had to take, I had to take the day off. So, so in the morning, got up, got, gave Evan a bath, got her on the bus. Lily came over. Uh, we drove to Beckley. We went to uh, the DMV. We, we looked on the internet. We looked at everything we needed to have. We got there. We go to the DMV. We go in there, and the she said, "You know, that, this is uh, you know my my husband passed away. I'm gonna give the truck to my my stepson, uh, his son." And the lady looks at the stuff. She goes, "We well, need a letter from the, the the courthouse saying you're administrator." She's like, "No, I talked to the courthouse. They told me I didn't need that letter because there's no contesting of the of the will, <clears throat> so there was no need to file it. You know, I'm the rightful heir." She said, "Yeah, I, I understand that, but." This is only, it's the only thing that was only in my dad's name. Everything else was both of them. Was both of them except for the truck. Oh, shit. So, so she said, you have to have that letter. Right. So so we left the DMV, drove back to. Which DMV did you go to? The one in Beckley, uh, unfortunately. Should have went to Summersville. Here, yeah, get me that. <laughs> so we left there, went back to Fatville. She went to the courthouse. The guy said, no, that's not right. She said, all you need is this form. And the death ticket said, you're the legal heir. So she handed the form. She said, but you got to get notarized. Well, I don't know any notary. It's for Tammy. Mm. So I drove back to Beckley. Oh, you should have stopped by the office. Well, I, the yeah, exactly. I, I, she's the only one I know. Now I found out that any librarian is also a notary. Really? Did not know that. I and your either. bank can do it, too. Okay. Did not know that. Right. So I drove all the way to Beckley to get Tammy at all. With an IE, Tammy with an IE. Tammy with an IE. To get, to get it notarized. Was Jason there? He was there. All right. Oh, yeah. Him, him and Wade are outside discussing. We're changing uh, payroll companies, all that good stuff. So there was there was a whole nother oh, I'm deal sure. with that. But I, I was in and out. <laughs> I, had, I had to well, go. That, that's an odd Exactly. I, I, had, I had to go. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I rolled back. We went, I came back to Fentville, and I was like, we're going to Somersville. I was like, forget going back to Beckley. So we drove to Somersville. We got into Somersville. We got in line, got through, went up, to put the title on her name, then put a title into my name, walked out of there with a license, and less time it took us to get there. I have no doubt. So, have you ever had, what's your best good DMV experience or worst DMV experience? Well, it had to be when Jana got her license. Is this good or bad? Well, not, well it, was, it, 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 was, it was iffy. <laughs> okay? <laughs> because we got in there when, when she got her actual driver's license. She'd already taken her learner's test. So, right. when she went to take her driver's test. <laughs> and we had gone over there and practiced parallel parking the night before and this and that. Well, I took her uptown, too. So, we get in there. And, of course, we're waiting. Well, we went to Beckley, unfortunately. And I got there early. So we get in there, and they called our number, go up to the desk, and there's a lady behind the desk, and she's like, oh, how you doing? I was like, pretty good. She's like, I need your ID, her ID, okay. So she looks at me, and she's like, oh, I haven't seen you since Garfield's. <laughs> and I thought, oh, oh shit. shit. I don't know who this person is. I had no fucking clue who it was. <laughs> You she, need name tags. She was like, I know. That's, so I'm looking around, like I'm like I'm looking at her desk to see if there's like something on there. So I'm like, hey, you, how are things with you? How have you been? She was like, oh, you know, after I left Garfields, and I'm sitting here thinking, how did you leave? Did I fire no, you? you? <laughs> so she's, she's I like, I was forced to walk out of there with my stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, did I cuss you out during a football game because you didn't get your food out to table 316 fast enough? 
in which case I was a walking human resources violation, <laughs> which I was. I mean, I'll be the first to admit that, which is evident by the way I talk on this show. So I was like, okay. She's like, well, I just need to make a copy of her ID and go back in the back and then we'll get started. And I looked at Jane. I said, Jane, I I don't know how to tell you this. I said, this could go one or two ways. I said, she knows me. I don't know her. I don't remember how she left her previous employment when I was at Garfield's. I was like, there's a fair chance we may be coming back here in a week. She's like, what do you mean, Dad? I was like, I don't remember this bitch. Exactly. Like, so if you failed this, it's not your fault. No. That's what I'm trying to tell yeah, you. It's 100% your father's fault. So, of course, we get out there, and Jaina passes it. She goes through it, and she does good. And old girl was actually even really good. Jaina, like, pulled in close. She's like, oh, yeah, you're good. <laughs> so then she pulls back around, and she's like, all right, y'all go in there and do this. And then I felt so bad for the little girl was in line behind us. Uh-huh. Because apparently her parents had not prepped her for the procedure. Oh, no. Because she got in. First of all, Jaina has a little Mazda 3. Yeah, yeah. Which is maybe 10 feet long. Yeah, exactly. You can park that thing anywhere. Well, these people brought their girl to do a a license test in a Yukon. (laughs) Okay? They deserve it. That's not what I would have picked. She didn't deserve it. So she got in and old girl was like, turn your lights on. And she hit. And then the windshield wipers came on. (laughs) And I was like, oh, boy. (laughs) She didn't even make it. She didn't even. She didn't even. She wasn't even allowed to put the key in. They, they didn't even get moving. They were like, "Honey, come back in two weeks. You are very ill prepared." So that would probably be my most memorable. One. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That is memorable. Yeah. Not necessarily the Jada part, but the girl after it and the girl before. And I still don't know who it was. <laughs> I even texted uh, Chaz, who used to work for me. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, "Do you remember?" I'm not going say exactly how I described this young lady, mm-hmm. but a girl that may have worked in the mid-2000s that now works at the DMV that apparently has been there for five years and is one of the nine people that left employment for me that don't absolutely hate my guts. She's like, I don't remember who it was. I was like, well, I'll be damned if I do either. But we were long-lost best friends for about 45 minutes just to get Jaina to that fucking exactly. booth where they took her picture and handed her a license. I was like, let's get the fuck out of here. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's got to be that one. Sports. All right, non-sports. Is it time to dissolve the NCAA? Just non-sports or sports? This is sports. I already asked you my non- Oh, did I not? No. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> We can go that one, then you go can ahead. do your non-sports. Right, go ahead. Uh, yes, I okay. think it's that. Okay. I, I think you can see already the groundwork. Who was it? Was it who was it with SEC? Somebody in the SEC suggested maybe like a, a bigger conference, you know, that or, or like a separate division where the, the schools start playing pay players and all that good stuff. And I, that's where it's going. It's going to be – and it may not be how we set it, see it now with conferences. It may very much be like the – uh, the lower level the FCS, where there's no real conferences, you just play people in your area and you get points as like high school and the top 16 teams make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And I'd be fine with that. I would too. I would be perfectly fine with that. So there'd be a lot less you know, the, of this conference where we're going to go fucking play Arizona, which makes no sense at all. Uh, <laughs> you should play the guys around your area. Regional. Then, exactly. Now you you may do a few well, one or one or two time trips, you know, every four years. Cross and play somebody else just for you know it's always fun to have those kind of games going to Colorado or something like that like we did but but not doing it every year. every year exactly no, I so, agree I think yeah. so I think Some, so. something's gonna happen it's got to and I think with this ruling yesterday and and I think with the NCAA kind of backpedaling right now was as far as well 
maybe we'll honor that like they have control over right. the federal judge exactly. ruling. Right. And like you said, he's it's, all that's going to do is piss him off. Not right. that that should come into play, but still, still, they completely went against exactly what he said. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, he literally said there's going to be no ramifications for these kids. Yeah. And yeah. then they're going to turn around and be like, well, yeah, yeah by the way, lose. the schools are fine, but the kids are screwed. Yeah, exactly. You're going to lose all that ain't right. bullshit. Exactly. All right. Okay. Well, now that I've completely screwed up the plan we had. That's <laughs> it. We're throwing audibles out here. We made two audibles. All right. I'm going to check. Um, so, you know, I, I love Christmas decorum and people decorating their houses as much as the next guy. But my question to you is this, Josh. <laughs> if you have so many inflatables slash artifacts in your yard to where if you had to mow grass, you would have to use a weed eater instead of a lawnmower. You couldn't use a weed eater. You cut those things up. Do you have too many decorations in your yard? When your power bill is more than your rent, yes. Yes. Okay. I think that's that's where the cutoff There's a few sections of town <laughs> that I'm oh, not going to name I'm not going to name them right now. <laughs> But I'd say there's a fair I, chance that those Walmart bills for the Snoopy and the damn Grinch inflatables are probably more than the mortgage payment. Guaranteed! I mean, guaranteed. If, if you are living in some of these uh, places, you could have took that money and it made your place better as opposed to spending on something you're going to post, put up in New York it's like, for 30 days. It's rinse and repeat every year. <laughs> And, and the thing of it is, it's the same people that have the same way too many Halloween decorations in their Oh, my gracious. Yard. It's unbelievable. And, and now they're starting to off earlier, so it's like middle of November that you start seeing them. Oh, yeah. Well, hell, they're putting Halloween shit up they, in August. They have to. Have to. Because I don't know. Because it makes no sense to have that many in your yard anyway. So I, when I say have to, I don't know what's going through their heads. They have to get these things before. I mean, when the season's over, they have to go buy them on clearance. There's no way I can see them affording those things. But oh. their power bill still got to be outrageous. Well, it has to be. It's got to be outrageous. You know, I have mine on a timer. I it can... comes on at 5.30 and it goes off at 11.30. You can't beat it. No. <laughs> I know what mine is. And I mean, I don't have, I don't put a whole lot of lights out. I mean, I put lights around the pillars. And I've got you the do Christmas more than anybody up. else in your neighborhood. My I neighbor... see some lights down the street. Yeah, I know. I haven't been down there yet. <laughs> but I was. it was funny. I went to Walmart. And I was driving home tonight and I looked around and I was like, God damn, could you fuckers at least turn a porch light on? Something, put up a tree. You know, do I mean, something, yeah. <laughs> yeah let's see a tree in your window. Yeah. Man, let's do something around I, mean, I feel like I'm on the block from uh, the, the Scrooge. <laughs> Send it the opposite way. Yeah. Like you're yeah, yeah. Up. Well, I guess my dad hadn't put our lights up yet. It's Christmas Eve, for Christ's sake. But damn. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. and I mean, I'm all about that shit. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And if I had outlets in this place that were capable of handling the amount of electricity that I would need, I would do it. (laughs) But I also know how frustrated I get when those lights go out Uh because I've been on that end of it. That's what I have downsized. All those stuff you got to hang on my roof, I'm not fighting that. No, and I I see I got gutters, and and you've got to you got to put the clips Clips in. Yep, not fighting. Dad doesn't. I I I think I'm at the point now where I'm just going to do the spotlights. Mm-hmm. Maybe hang a wreath or two. Uh-huh. I think I'm getting to that point. Yeah, I've gotten more simple. I do have one. I got a Mickey Mouse inflatable. I had two. It's because my neighbor gave me one. But that thing, it, it, it was like an octopus thing. It was like a uh, uh, Finding Nemo thing. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't want that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> 
I appreciate the, the thought. The, the Mickey Mouse is fine because Evelyn likes Evelyn it. Likes Mickey Mouse, yeah. exactly. Simple. The more simple. I have like some lit up deer and a Santa Claus on my uh, on my porch, and our Christmas tree is lit up in the in the big window that we have, and, and it's got some lights around the window. Good enough. That's all you need. Exactly. That's all you need. And, oh, and I put green lights in our post lights and a red light on a porch. Okay. So yeah, so that's very Christmas. You can see, when you come up the street, we'll you can see it. those greens. Like, look at the Grinch lives there. Nice. <laughs> well, it kind of does. does. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's so my turn. Yeah. Sports. So we're going back with a sports question. Yeah. Are you sure? Oh man. Because I fucked this, this up a minute this, ago. Uh, this is a Chris Raider special. Oh boy, is this about Jimbo again? More likely. Oh hell, here we go. Huggins is the basketball coach next year. Or Jimbo is the football coach in two years. Let me, can I preface this? Uh-huh. Is, when is Gordon Gee gone? In two years. Okay, because as long as Gordon Gee's there, Huggins. Well, well a year after this one, yeah. As long as Gordon Gee's there, Huggins is not going to be the coach. I agree with that. Because Jason bets me a quarter that Huggins is going to be the coach next year. And he's more in touch with the donors and all that stuff. He bets me a quarter Huggins will be the coach next year. He's going to the games. Is he? Yeah, he's been going to the games. I just, I think... Well, I will say this, and 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 Jason, to his credit, mentioned this four or five years ago, when I used to go to the games with him all the time. Um, he said all these people, Tom Booth, Artie Riston, who are bitching about Huggins, uh-huh. better be careful. Yeah. Because once he's gone, now obviously we all didn't see the exit that would nah, happen. Nobody expected this exactly. We but thought when he he's gone, we'll see if people are going to be willing to pay mm-hmm. that money. Yeah. For those seats, yeah, and the schedule that we're playing, and the product that's on the court, exactly. So I understand that. Yeah, um, I. That's a good question. Yeah, Huggins next year or Jimbo in two. Which more do I think? Which more likely? Uh huh. Well, I I'd probably say Huggins. I I I'm with you when you first said it. Gee's not going to hire him back next year. So I think more likely it's probably Jimbo. As much as I hate to say that, do you yes, really? I think it's more likely Jimbo. The only reason years. I say that is because I, I would not personally have a problem with Jimbo coming now. But here's the thing. All right, so Neil Brown's eight and four right now. There's no reason why we shouldn't win the bowl game, right? Because half of Carolina's roster is not there. Exactly. So he wins nine games this year. If we can keep the core, you're going to have attrition. Yeah. But if you can keep the core together. And we look like so far we have. And, and I looked at our schedule, and seven, eight wins is not out of the realm of possibility next right. year. You're not going to – you can't let him go if he wins exactly. eight games. I, I think I think the, the problem Neil Brown's going to have next year is he's going to have higher expectations. Green might be one or – you know, uh, he might be all Big 12 preseason. I don't know what quarterback's coming back that he's going to you – know. Yeah, because Gabriel's leaving. Yeah, exactly. He might be – he he might be all Big Twelve. Is uh is Jalen Daniels back for Kansas? I don't know. Yes, he is. He has come back. And so he'll quarter- probably be he'll probably. And be I think team. the quarterback from TCU's redshirt freshman, isn't he? Yes, yes, he should be back too. But you know, Greenhead, if you look at his stats, had an outstanding year. He did. I mean, just an outstanding. year. I was surprised so. he was honorable mention and not thirteen. Me too. He should be. He should be thirteen. Take care. He should be thirteen. But the expectations I think with all these guys coming back here almost are all offensive lines coming back you know, except for the two you know, graduates by the way I got a side note on that we got to mention um, with, with with the team come back and if we get some decent transfers on the defense I think the expectations of this team is going to be lofty and when what Neil Brown doesn't seem to do very well 
is succeed when there's high expectations. Has he ever had any though? Well, we've had a few. Like there's been a few games we thought we should do this. Well, no, but I mean from even a season this year, standpoint. like Houston, like we should have won that game. We should. We were, have. I mean, Baylor, no, we but I mean win. from a season standpoint, I had no expectations this year at all. That one year we predicted us to go eight and four, and we ended up five and eight. All right, one out of five. Right. So I just my point of the being is, if he doesn't live up to what expectations might be at the beginning of next year. I can see fans getting frustrated. They're already frustrated. Let's face it. Well, there's still a I mean, bunch exactly, of them. Yeah. I just don't. I mean, with the only the only other thing too, the caveat that is is Jimbo's what sixty. Yeah. Um, uh, he's making seventy six, seventy million over. Uh, would you 70, want? Would you want to do it? I don't think I'd want to do it if I was him. But you, like you said on on here, like you know, he has farmland in West Virginia. He has the one place. Well, I don't. You know. As I've been, I, I don't think he's I don't think he is the cream of the crop when it comes to coaches. I understand he won nationship and all that stuff. I just don't I don't understand how, why we're so excited about somebody who was paid seventy six million to go away. I know the expectations are different Texas and all that stuff, but it still doesn't make any sense to me. But with that said, I still think he is more likely than Huggins coaching next year. Now, if Gee's if Gee's still here, then that's going to be the case. If, if Huggins. Can I see ever Huggins never coaching at WVU? No, I can't say that. I can I can see him at some point in time coaching because at it's WVU. the it's the 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 thing with Huggins is the same thing with Rodriguez. There are still even with Rich, sixteen years later, there is still a large portion of people that write very big checks. Yeah, that would like to see him back. Exactly. And there are still a lot of people that, regardless of how terrible Huggins' exit was, still want him back. Now, the only question is, I was stunned, not only just because of the way he handled all this athletic stuff, but the academic stuff going on at WVU right now is not great. No. And that's all on Gee's watch. Yep. So the fact that they extended him another year year is baffling to me, quite honestly. Because he's got to be 77. Oh, oh, no, I think he's in his 80s. Is he in his 80s? I'm pretty sure he's in his 80s. I think he he made a deal with them that he would do it one more year than he was. Because I think there was pressure for him to leave, and I think he said, "I'll stay one year." That I'll, that I'll if, if if he's, I, I don't see a scenario where Huggins gets the job if Gee's there. Agreed. That's what that's what my saying. That's my thoughts exactly. But if, even saying that, I just I don't know if if there's enough pressure from enough people, depending on how this that season goes, right. that where they wouldn't just tell Gee, "Hey, you need to get the fuck out of the way." Yeah, I can see and that. We're too. gonna bring Huggins exactly, in. exactly, and. and I think that that argument would have been a lot stronger if he if his lawyer didn't write that letter. Well, and the other thing too is you got to remember, regardless of what happens here, Neil Brown's going to be coming off an eight or nine win season. Yeah, there's a good chance this basketball team is going to be a ten or eleven, twelve win team. Right. Regardless of what happens. Right. So, who are we going to get? Exactly. That's the thing. I mean, who who do you who's going to come into this mess? Exactly. Right now, you know, Huggins wants to. Right. So that's that's the other caveat mm-hmm. to the whole situation. That's a good point. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. But again, Gee to me is the key because I, I just don't that, unless the, unless what, unless the board of governors says you know what unless he gets over it because they said that that was the whole problem Gee had with Huggins because right. he was the one guy on campus that Gee couldn't strong arm. Nope. Exactly. He couldn't strong nope. arm him. Nope. Huggins you know? did his thing. And when you got two so big unfortunately, e- the Huggins own detriment. He yes, did his it is. When you got two big egos, <laughs> two big egos in the room. Right. You know, yeah, an exactly. immovable force hits an unstoppable object or mm. vice versa, however it goes. But that's a good question. Yeah. I mean, it, it'll be interesting. All right, one last thing before we, we hit an hour here. Uh, 
I know we forgot to mention that uh, today Bishop made enough All Americans teams to be Peter Bishop is our thirteenth consensus All American. Yeah, I saw ever that in yeah. WVU history. That's awesome. <clears throat> and I'm not taking anything away from Benny Bishop because he had a great year. But you can't tell me he's a better player than Zach Frazier. And the fact that Zach Frazier didn't even get a, a final school Remington award, I know we mentioned on here, is a joke. It's terrible. And he's made all these second teams. He made a couple first teams. Hopefully he makes it to enough teams where he gets the consistent because he deserves it. He does deserve it's it. It's an absolute Absolutely. joke that he's not a consistent. If there was player. not a bigger testament to what kind of kid he is at the end of that Baylor game, I don't know what it no, is. No, exactly. I don't know what it is. I mean, he, it's just he, he still he fractured his ankle. Yeah. And instead of getting a 10-second runoff, he leapt to the sideline. Right, and you're telling me there's three centers better than him in this country? Ain't no way. No way. Anyway, on that note. All right. One more, I'm going home and going to bed. One more, I'm going home and going to bed.